It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is Locked On Cougars. My name's Jay Catch, your host here on this daily source of all things BYU news, notes, and insider info you can't find anywhere else. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your number one local sports daily podcast network in America. Thanks for joining me on this snowy Monday edition, December 3rd, 2018. It is officially the Christmas season. There is snow on the ground here along the Wasatch Front in Utah, and BYU has a bowl game destination. They'll be headed to Boy. Boise, Idaho, back to Idaho just a month after they lost up there on the blue. Have another chance of getting a win up there at Albertson Stadium. We'll break that down here in this first segment. Talk a little bit about the Western Michigan Broncos, who BYU will face in that game. The second segment of today's show, we're talking BYU basketball. Uh, stunning, really lost to Weber State Saturday night. We'll have to break down in that second segment. And then we'll finally catch up on everything else with BYU sports, including women's volleyball, advancing to the Sweet 16 once again in quick hits as we wrap up today's show. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control and Sling TV. We'll tell you about both of those great companies here in a moment. And of course, this podcast can be found everywhere fine podcasts are to be found. All the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. You also can find us on Spotify or tell your smart speaker play podcast Locked on Cougars and find us there. Thanks again for joining me on this Monday. Monday edition of the show. Without further ado, let's get going. This is Locked on Cougars. All right, BYU going to play Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl December 20th. Albertson Stadium there in Boise, Idaho. Game time set for 2 p.m. Mountain Time will be televised on ESPN. 
Uh, we talked a lot about the projections uh, in the weeks leading up to this announcement yesterday, and the projections didn't have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl as BYU going there. This is a game that is contracted between the Mountain West Conference and the MAC, uh, which of course Western Michigan is representing in this game, but BYU takes the Mountain West spot in the game. It sounds like, based on things I was reading, that Boise State was a candidate to stay home and play in their hometown bowl game, but ESPN decided to move them to the first responder bowl which is December 26th the game that BYU had been heavily linked with but BYU going to Boise, Idaho cold weather destination uh, celebrating its 20th year the former humanitarian bowl I believe this was started out as it's had like five different names it was most recently called the famous Idaho potato bowl which is a very apt name for it being played in Boise, Idaho and BYU it will be their 18th different bowl game they have played in in their history, 11th different state they've played a bowl game in. Very few of those states have been cold weather states like Idaho, but BYU will have, a, I think, a decent-sized crowd from both locally with a lot of BYU fans living in that Boise area, Meridian, Eagle, etc., and also BYU fans will be able to make the five-hour and change drive from the Wasatch Front up to Boise as well. Uh, I'm excited for this game. It's good to see BYU in a bowl game. I thought, uh, for the most part, BYU this year in particular needed a bowl game where they could beat the opponent and build some confidence. Hopefully that makes sense, where you have a chance to go win a game, build some confidence as you move towards uh, 2019, and I think this is that chance. Western Michigan is a team that comes in with a high-flying offense, or at least had a high-flying offense. It got kind of got muted a little bit late in the season when their starting quarterback went down. That was Joe Wasink. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. He lost. He was lost due to a broken foot that he have, had screws inserted into to heal up. Head coach Tim Lester said that they don't expect him back for this bowl game. So they got some parallels with BYU here. They now are starting a freshman quarterback in Caleb Ellaby. He has passed for 917 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions in the final month of the season when he's been playing. He was 72 of 111 passing. That's 65 4.9%. So an efficient passer. He's uh, a freshman, but he has not faced an opponent or a defense the caliber of BYU. He's been playing MAC teams, and that's no disrespect to the MAC. It's just a simple fact of the matter. BYU has played some stellar teams this year. The Cougars played nine different opponents this year that finished the season with a winning record. If I'm not mistaken, Western Michigan, if I'm reading that right, will be the 10th team that has a winning record that BYU will face this season. So the Cougars have an opportunity ahead of them here to pick up a win and build some momentum towards 2019. They'll have these practices. I know I mentioned that I preferred BYU play in a post-Christmas game to get some extra time on the field in, but it is not meant to be. December 21st will be the date that they will play, and it'll be a Friday afternoon. It should be an exciting atmosphere. I'm, 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 I'm of the opinion that BYU fans will show up to this game. I've seen some people on Twitter saying that, yeah, I'm not going to that game, but I think there'll be plenty of people that will make that drive. It's a bowl game you can drive to. That's kind of the big goal with bowl games is you want bowl games close enough that fans that can't afford to fly can hop in the car, make the drive, and Boise is a doable drive pending weather, and let's hope that it's all clear and it's just a chilly day there in Boise, but you never know what might happen. Uh, It is the 36th bowl game in BYU's history since the 1974 Fiesta Bowl, which was their first bowl game ever. Like I mentioned, 18 different bowl games the Cougars have played in. This is the 18 
State. They've played in 11 different states. They are 14-20-1 all-time in bowl games. I'll be facing a Western Michigan team that BYU has some history with, but it is essentially ancient history. The Cougars and the Broncos have squared off five times all-time, but all those games came between 1962 and 1970. BYU won the middle three games of the five-game series uh, with Western Michigan winning the book ending winning the first game and the last game in 1970 so ancient history nobody really around remembers these games against Western Michigan and it's the first time these two teams will play at a neutral site Western Michigan has a common opponent with BYU and that is Northern Illinois who is who are the MAC champions BYU of course lost to the Huskies 7 to 6 in that clunker of a game just a few weeks back Western Michigan closed out their regular season with a win over Northern Illinois 28 to 21 Kind of a stunning win considering uh, Western Michigan's had kind of an up and down year all year long. They lost their first two games of the season, won six straight. Uh, then they lost their quarterback, was sink uh, to that injury, and then they lose three straight and then finish it off with an upset of NIU to finish seven and five on the year. The, the Huskies, not the Huskies, the Broncos come into this game, like I said, with an offense that is more highly regarded than their defense. They have two running backs that kind of carry the load for them. Levante Bellamy has 1,172 yards this season and six touchdowns. His backfield teammate, Jamari Bogan, has 701 yards and 15 touchdowns. So he's the guy that gets the action near the goal line, but both of them have big playability. They have TD runs of over 60 yards this year. Bellamy has a 65 four-yarder and Bogan a 71-yarder. They have two receivers that are pretty solid, Jaden Reed and Dwayne Eskridge. Uh, Reed has 797 yards on the season with eight touchdowns. Eskridge 715 yards and three touchdowns and they also have big playability of their own right. Reed has a long of 62 on the year. Eskridge 84 yards in particular is that big play receiver. He's averaging 19.9 yards per catch on the season among that 715 yards he's caught. So BYU will need to be ready for him. I'm expecting their cornerbacks will have plenty of film and plenty of opportunity to get ready for this game. Uh, BYU should have some success on offense in this game, in my opinion. Uh, the West, Western Michigan's defense struggles. They're giving up 33.33 points per game, an average of 400 yards per game. So BYU should be able to score in this game. And it sets up for BYU to have a chance to win. BYU's defense has been battle-tested all year long. This is an opponent BYU should be able to hold down and hopefully the offense under the direction of Zach Wilson can put up enough points to pick up a win, uh, show some fireworks, and get fans excited for what may be in 2019 with another stout schedule facing the Cougars in about nine months. So... Just to recap, BYU headed to a bowl game. They're headed to Boise, Idaho. It's exciting times. I'm excited to see them in this game. The team's fired up. You could tell it's a good thing I like potatoes and whatnot on Twitter. I know they had made the plea to go to Tampa earlier on in the week, last week. But, hey, they're going to Boise, Idaho. It's a close bowl game. Most of the local guys in particular could get their family there. Boise's not, an, not a hard town to fly to, which is good news for a family that may not be living here along the water. Wasatch Front. Uh, those family and friends can make the flight to Boise if they so desire. It's a pre-Christmas bowl, bowl game. It's on a Friday. It sets up well for BYU fans. If you want 
take work off on a Thursday afternoon, make the drive up to Boise, or even leave early Friday morning, you can catch this game and not have to miss much work. It's not one of those ones that's on a Tuesday or a Wednesday when it's right during the middle of the week. We'll break this down for you as it gets closer, but congratulations to Kalani Satake and his team on being back in the bowl season. It's exciting to have the Cougars back there after that one-year dip, and hopefully they're going to be a mainstay in the bowl scenario, in the bowl season going forward. They're going to have to get more talent. We all know that. 6-6 six and six this year. I think BYU fans are giving them a pass this year with 6-6. Six and six. They want to see more wins going forward, and that will be the goal. All right, we'll step aside here. We need to come back and talk some BYU basketball. Tough loss uh, Saturday night up there at the Purple Palace at the D Event Center at the hands of Weber State. We'll break that down here in a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's one of today's sponsors on the show, and that is our good friends at All Guard Pest Control and Termite Extermination. You can give them a call if you have any or all of your pest control needs, 801-851-1812. I have talked to Seth, the owner of All Guard Pest Control, and their online reviews are absolutely phenomenal. I've said this multiple times regarding this company. People live on the internet to be outraged, and this is not a company that has that. You look at their online reviews, they're absolutely phenomenal. They have a lot of fans of their work, and they make sure that you're taken care of, and if you have any issues, they're going to work to make it right. And that's the best part about it. Give them a call, 801-851-1812. All major pest issues can be resolved by this company. Termites, spiders, mice, whatever it may be, they'll come out, make sure it's abated, and it never comes back. They use the safest products. They're safe to be used around your pets and your children, so you don't have to worry about that. Give them a call. All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812. Let them know that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. They'll make sure that you are taken care of. I love this company. I think they do a great job, so give them a call, 801-851-1812. That's All Guard Pest Control and Termite Extermination. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked on Cougars. We are your daily source for all things BYU news, notes, and opinion. Also, insider info you can't find anywhere else. Please share this podcast with your BYU family and friends that are fans of the program or the BYU sports in general. We love being the daily source for all things BYU fans so that they're always up to date each day when it comes to the Cougars. All right, BYU basketball, tough loss. 113-103 loss Saturday night at the Purple Palace, the D Event Center in Ogden, Utah against Weber State. Uh, The Wildcats snapped a 15-game losing streak to BYU that dated back to 2003. And holy smokes, what happened to the BYU defense? They go on the road and they just simply can't seem to get things going. I don't know uh, what 
happened. Dave Rose sounded exasperated after the game. He said, quote, defensively, we were really exposed and we are really concerned. We gave gave guys a lot of confidence coming in here and we believe we could do things to expose them and we did. We shot as well as we've shot and we put the ball in great places to score. Defensively, we just could not get them stopped, unquote. And that's the truth. 113 points. This is the BYU defense of, let's see, two, three years ago when UVU went into the Marriott Center and shot lights out and put up 116 on BYU in the worst home loss, the most points given up on their home court ever. Granted, this was a road game, so Weber State had the benefit of home court. But BYU, when you shoot 59, uh, 59.4% for the game, Normally, you're going to win this game. BYU only shot 14 three-point attempts in this game, hit five of them. That's 35.7%. So the offense wasn't the issue in this game. BYU put up 103 points, and that normally, if you're a BYU team under Dave Rose's tenure, is you will win this game. They gave up 95 earlier in the week in a loss to Illinois State. It's their third straight loss for the Cougars this season. Um, and something's got to give. Dave Rose, I was listening to the post-game show with Greg Rubel, and he said, we've got to figure something out. Um, he said that the, he added this quote, says, quote, the real challenge here is that we had a long homestand and played teams we were better than and got wins. But now we have some real issues and have been exposed this week. So translation for me, at least in that regard, is Dave Rose said, yeah, we got fat and happy playing these teams that we should just go out and dominate. We did, we beat them. We did. We won those games. But then we come out against teams like Illinois State and Weber State, who are better tests for a team like BYU. And guess what? The Cougars got fat and happy thinking, hey, this is easy. We're going to win games. And they got exposed. BYU's got to get back to a commitment on defense. That's one thing about a year ago. I know that the players on this team have made it made it very clear that they did not like the offense that was being run, the system that BYU was running a year ago. But guess what? That defensive-minded effort and just the ability to get points in critical situations and make sure other teams aren't scoring on you at a, at a crazy high clip, as Weber State did with 113 points, guess what? Defense wins championships. And the Cougars, if they go to Gonzaga and play like they did Saturday night, Gonzaga could put up 150 on them. Weber State, man, they're going to be a good team. There's no doubt about it. I feel like Weber State is a team that just... They they play well. They're going to be a good team in the Big Sky this year. I expect they'll make a run for the Big Sky title. It's a one-bid conference, but BYU cannot give up 113 points to Weber State. It's plain and simple. The defense is a major issue. They've got to get it figured out, and it goes back to effort. I feel like defense in college basketball in particular and basketball overall is all about your want-to ability. What, do you want to defend? Do you want to shut teams down? If you want to just go up and down the court and go basket for basket, great. Well, guess what? You're going to lose games like this. It's going to be 113 to 103. Have fun with that. You got to play some defense once in a while, BYU, and they got to figure it out. I know Dave Rose is frustrated with it. That quote, that real challenge here is that we had the long homestand and played teams that we were better than and got wins. But now we have some real issues and have been exposed this week. So he understands it. He knows that defense has got to be the calling card for the Cougars going forward. Nick Emery is available starting Wednesday night when BYU takes on Utah State at the Marriott Center. The Aggies are coming into Provo 7-1 and on the year. I've shown the ability to score plenty of points. Sam Merrill, a great player. They've got a freshman big man from Portugal who's kind of been a revelation early this season. And if I'm Utah State, I'm looking at that film from Weber State and also the Illinois State law saying, 
yeah, BYU doesn't want to play defense. Let's go, let's go get them. Let's, let's clamp down on our side and score some points and win this game. BYU on a three-game losing streak. There's some, there, there's some things that are going on in that program that need to be fixed and fixed in a hurry. I don't see where uh, BYU is going to get help on the defensive end from Nick Emery. That's just my opinion. I know Nick is a willing defender. He's able, he'll put his nose in there and he'll defend, but he's not a lockdown guy by any means. He's, his rep is more of an offensive guy. So BYU, man, they've got to have a better defensive collective effort if they want to win games because 5-4 and four on the season now, it's already teetering on the brink of, well, this is another season where BYU is not going to go to the NCAA tournament. I'm of the opinion that as it stands right now, BYU won't be going to March Madness, and I know that I'm saying that in early December, and we have games that are going to run through late February, early March, before we really lock things down, but Right now, this season is teetering, and will BYU get off the mat, play some defense, score some points, and start winning games? We can only hope, but this is a very concerning trend. that The Cougars, particularly on the road, are not interested, it looks like, in defending and aren't putting the effort in to even try to defend. They've got to figure that out. They've got to have that want to. They want to defend. They want to go out, make sure teams, if they can keep teams in the 60s or 70s, BYU's got enough offensive ability to win games. Yoli Childs went for 31 points, a season high, his second 30-point game all time in his career. Jasheer Harden, a career-high 24 points. Scoring is not an issue for BYU. It's when they get on the other end of the court, when the other team's trying to score on them. Do they want to play defense? Do they want to lock down? Right now, it doesn't look like they do. And Dave Rose, I can guarantee this week in practice, is going to be hammering his guys about playing defense. Will they respond to it? Who knows? But I can only hope. We'll see what happens with it. It should be interesting. But we'll keep you updated on that as we go forward. All right, coming up next, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports. Uh, Women's volleyball advancing to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. We'll catch you up on that. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's sponsor, Sling TV. They are your best bet when you want to watch all the college football and college sports you can handle. For just $30 a month, you get the ESPN networks, Pac-12 networks, SEC network, and more. You can stream it live on your big screen TV and across all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love only better. There are no useless channels, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. If you want to check it out, see if it's the right option for you, you can go to slingit.com and get a seven-day free trial. You gotta go to sling.com slash locked on. That's where you get locked on Cougars listeners, that seven-day free trial. Check it out, sling.com slash locked on. I think over-the-top television is the future when it comes to TV. All the card options, you pick the channel lineup you want, and that's what Sling TV offers. Once again, go to sling.com slash locked on and get that seven-day free trial. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com.
Welcome on back to Locked On Cougars. Thanks so much for joining me on this Monday edition of the show. Hopefully you guys are all having a great Monday whenever you do hear this. As we wrap things up, do need to take a couple of minutes here and quick kiss to talk about the women's volleyball team. They advanced to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Women's Volleyball Tournament for the third, not the third, the seventh straight season. That's a real big jump. I apologize. Seventh straight season for the Cougars as they advanced to the Sweet 16. They got sweeps over the weekend over Stony Brook and Utah to advance to the Sweet 16. Uh, second time this season, they have swept their arch rival in the Utes to advance and uh, another Another big accomplishment for Heather Olmstead's team. Uh, as the fourth seed in the NCAA tournament, they will be hosting the Provo Regional this coming weekend. Number five, Texas, Michigan, and Florida are all coming to the Smith Fieldhouse. So some big-time schools coming to face BYU. The Cougars will be taking on Florida Friday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. after Texas and Michigan square off at 2 p.m. Of course, similar to last weekend, the two winning teams will advance to the to this Elite Eight matchup in Provo Saturday evening at six o'clock. Uh, BYU should be favored, of course, being the fourth seed to beat Florida, and I'm guessing Texas is the fifth seed. You would guess would beat Michigan, and that would set up a four versus five matchup in the Elite Eight. But uh, the second biggest crowd in Smith Fieldhouse history for the women's volleyball team showed up to, against that Utah. Five thousand one hundred and eighty-three people packed into the Smith Fieldhouse. That place, when it is near capacity, is one of the loudest venues I've been in, and I've been in some big college football venues, basketball venues, etc. But that Smith Fieldhouse, the sound just echoes. It becomes deafening and opposing teams. I can tell you this much. They don't enjoy it that much. So hats off to the Cougar fans for showing up to that NCAA tournament for BYU to support the Lady Cougars. Heather Olmstead just got a good thing going here, and hopefully BYU can finish off this season in style. I've said all year long that it's national championship or bust for this team, and I think they are kind of thinking the same thing. Roni Jones-Perry has said that she wants to finish off her career at BYU with something big, and a Final Four berth um, out of this weekend heading to Minneapolis to the University of Minnesota for the NCAA championships would be just that, and hopefully the Cougars can finish it off in style but they got to take care of business this weekend so best of luck to the lady lady cougars as they get ready to take on florida friday at 4 30 so it's an early matinee game if you can get off work early and go down to the smith field house you can enjoy that if you want to make a full day of it you can catch the other game at two one other note to make before we go today is congratulations to the BYU Athletic Department as a whole. The six-time defending champion BYU Cougars lead the West Coast Conference Commissioner's Cup after the fall season. Of course, that comes on the heels of league titles for both the men's and women's cross-country teams, women's soccer, and, vo- and the women's volleyball team. They all won the league titles. It's a system that's based upon conference play alone. It doesn't matter about your non-conference, all this different stuff. So BYU winning four conference titles as you'd expect, is leading with 40 points. The next closest, I believe they said, was Portland with 31 points. So BYU, a commanding lead as they get ready for the winter and spring sports. I'm expecting that the Cougars should make it a seven-time Commissioner Cup winners of the West Coast Conference Commissioner's Cup this coming spring. But we'll keep you updated with any news when it comes to that. And with that, that is today's show. Thanks so much for joining me. It's a blast to bring it to you guys each and every day. We'll be back tomorrow. There is a press 
press conference in Provo today to talk to Kalani Satake and players about the bowl matchup against Western Michigan. We'll play some of those comments for you tomorrow, get you up to date on the latest when it comes to BYU football. Also looking ahead to some BYU basketball with two big in-state matchups this weekend as well. Uh, this week, I guess, with Utah State on Wednesday and the big rivalry game against Utah on Saturday. Uh, today's show brought to you by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. Give them a call if you have any pest issues. 801-851-1812. Also brought to you today by Sling TV. Seven-day free trial. All you got to do is go to sling.com slash locked on and you can do that there. Thanks again for joining me. My name is Jay Catch. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It's a simple request and I make it all the time, but it really does help us out when it comes to building this podcast platform and the fan base. We'll catch you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Cougars for December 3rd, 2018. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day